loads of people are dying. Where? Just in general. Is that not the norm? Yeah, it is. But it's become more like clickbaity to see someone dead. I don't know why. I've just noticed more and more. There's like, oh, did you hear that? Well, Tom Wolfe, you know, the author of Bonfire of the Vanities and the Right Stuff. He's dead. No idea who he is. Not a clue. You get load, there's loads of those. And I guess that you kind of go like, oh, it's the newspapers, isn't it? It's like, yeah. they've always had obituaries, but they've never been front page obituary. Well, I guess there have been some. The Princess Diana. Oh, uh, yeah. Like front page obit. I wouldn't call it an obituary. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I guess it makes sense that ago. if they're running out of stuff, then just, well, just put the obits. And, Who's died today? Bait. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of kind of relevant you know it'd be interesting to know if someone you knew who's like a, a pop idol you had when you were growing up he like they passed away or whatever yeah but i mean like you might find so like you might find the odd person that doesn't know who david bowie is the mm. odd person and they would be an odd person mm. but like I, I don't think you'd have trouble f- finding people who didn't know who tom wolf was yeah. is that his name yeah tom wolf and, like, if the general consensus is a lot of people don't know who this guy is, then I wouldn't say that's front-page news. Unless yeah. he had some, like, really important contribution to the world or something. But even then, like... Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's just weird that there's more death on Facebook. Yeah. Maybe that's their way of, you know, we were protecting you from all this death. You know, <laughs> with our data protection lack of security. Yeah. Thing. But so now we don't have that now anymore. Now the death floodgates have opened up. Yeah. It's like if Oprah died... I think some people would care. It's just, it's. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being really, you know, secluded. It's been like, if somebody dies, I don't really care. If Schwarzenegger died, I'd care. Yeah. But if J.K. Rowling died, I wouldn't be like, oh, no. Yeah. I'd just be like, oh, it's sad. But okay, fair enough. Yeah. I still find it weird, like, because we had a couple of deaths um, quite close to the family recently, and it's weird to see, it's weird to remember, like, how people were during that process. Mm-hmm. And how different they are now, and kind of how how strange it is that you just kind of deal with it. Yeah, like there's a moment where you wouldn't be able to talk about it at all. You wouldn't be able to mention the name. Yeah, and then like years later, you might be able to joke about it or something like that. Mm. And it's your whole body just can't. Your whole yeah, the whole person seems to have just kind of gotten back up. Yeah, and still been able to yeah do stuff about it. But yeah, it seems that it seems this just seems weird that there's lots of death on Facebook. I just noticed it when I was when I was starting. I've, I've noticed. Maybe it's the kind of things you search for. Tom Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like cookies for just wolves in general. Oh, yeah. well, Tom Wolf. He wrote a book. Yeah. I feel bad. Maybe we should read it. We have a book club on it. <laughs> I got one note here that I'm not going to do because it's pretty horrific. All right. I just read it. I just read it before the book. I was like, so what was funny about this? <laughs> <laughs> Just about a father who got really pissed off that his daughter wouldn't do the dishes, so he, so he massacred her two dogs. Wow, so that's pretty. It was pretty. That's pretty... hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that. That's that is an overreaction. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like you're trying to punish the daughter. I kind of get it, but you. That's a you, long way to go. Yeah, it's that's not a lot of work. Just... And a lot of prison time. Yeah. I mean, now she's got to clean the floor and she can't even clean the yeah, dishes. dishes. <laughs> he started smashing the dishes. Then he started, you know, shoot. He shot the dogs, I think. Oh. Yeah, shot them. And it's just like, jeez, like. How much do you let things escalate? Well, just like how if much, I was just. When does this become unproductive? If I got, if I got pissed off to the point where I was smashing the dishes, that'd be the climax. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been that angry. Mm. really I, maybe i've been angry enough to break my own property at some point but only through frustration <laughs> break my house well no like through frustration when you're trying to i don't know put up a shelf and it won't work and you just end up just throwing a thing across the room or whatever <laughs> like i don't do that but i can understand people's reaction to shit like that it's just frustration yeah fair enough that that happens but like to let it spill over into other acts so like, all right, I'm angry that you're not doing the dishes, so I'm going to smash all the dishes, and I'm going to kill the dogs. <laughs> like, it's a bit. I I don't see the connection. It's just I guess. it feels like because I I get so angry. I mean, I'm going to start streaming me playing solitaire slash trying to play solitaire because yeah, I get so fucking angry, and it's not Are even. Are you still doing that? And I, every now and then. Why? Because it's just you I just want to see if I'm better. It. I just want to see if I could if I've improved <laughs> as a person. But I, I need to figure out what the rage is, right? It's so fucking 
pedantic. Not even pedantic. Was it was pretentious. Yeah. That's what it is. Solitaire. It just, it knows that you've got no more moves left. Yeah. But it goes like, well, just do a few more. Go on. <laughs> There's nothing you can do, but I'm not going to tell you that for another couple of minutes. And you're like, well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh, I couldn't have done any of this. And you're just watching me. Yeah. Watching me smugly trying yeah. to do <laughs> It's, and it's, and that and there's adverts before playing solitaire now. It's not free mm. anymore. Yeah, you have to pay a subscription for it, which I refuse what? to do. Yeah, Microsoft Solitaire. They've sold out to like advertisers, and the worst advertisers in the world. They're like, can you find the five dogs in this picture? And it's like a picture of five dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and the advert is like somebody clicking on them. It's like, oh, yeah. we found them. Maybe you can give us ten pounds a month. Okay. <laughs> what? I used to like the duck hunt ones. The ones that were just like, shoot five ducks, and then you do it, and then it takes you through to like another ad page or something like that. And the duck shooting thing had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Like, it was just, it's just, here's a bit of fun, now some adverts. So you've got to sit through these adverts, which have been, and like on YouTube adverts, you can tab out and then yeah. tab back. You can't do that with these adverts. Uh. No, they know when you're trying to avoid watching their advert. So they make you sit through it, just like they make you sit through the rest of your game of Solitaire, when a they know you can't win. subscription for Solitaire. Yeah, it's insane. That's ridiculous. It's not even got Minesweeper on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for like these weird games, like these weird you know, solitaire. You got Spider Solitaire. I, what's you got the difference there? Spider Solitaire has only got one suit. All right. <laughs> so you just it's just, it's a it's, it's different. It's better. It's okay. It's and a I, different flavor. I can remember my mum used to play Free Cell, I think, but I can't remember what that is. Free Cell was good because every Free Cell game was by default solvable. Right. Solitaire was never the case. Yeah, because it And even though it's, it's now got a, a, a fucking function of play solvable. Okay, fine, let's do <laughs> Why that. Why would you play any other way? Exactly. <laughs> Why would you play... It? But that's the thing. It just wants to fuck with your head. <laughs> it just wants to fuck with you. And that that's the thing. It's the arrogance of solitaire. Why would you... You can play it on a boat while your boat gets eaten by a shark. <laughs> like, that's what they were doing in Jaws. Like, don't, don't be pretentious, solitaire. It's just a pain in my ass. So Why did you like, commit to playing for something for like forty minutes or forty-five we... minutes? It's... If you, if there's a possibility that you, you just can't the, win. The, 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 you're definitely wasting your it's time. Not, yeah, that's just it. It's, it's not that you're bad at it. It's yeah. just that no, it's impossible this time round. <laughs> We're not going to tell you. Yeah, it's very easy to be able to tell you because the computer <laughs> can work it out if you can yeah. work it out. It's like no, no, yeah, but you don't want to know, so just fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and just solitaire. Stop playing solitaire. Start playing Call of Duty or something. Yeah. That's what it's what it's doing. It's trying to push the world away from nice, simple games. Chilling out. But yeah, solitaire could make me, you know, escalate to massacring yeah. loved ones, I think. Just that level of rage. The thing yeah, is, not your dog. No, not my dog. But someone else. Someone else's dog. <laughs> No, I've got so much rage and anger, but it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's more, more, it's now it's more like a fine wine. <laughs> you know, it's just like most, but the problem most people have is they can't control their emotions. Right. Whereas I feel like I can control them. I can just like take them out for a spin every now and then. Yeah. And just like, so if I get angry, if yeah, I can, I get, I'm very aware of the, how I feel. Like I have really rough week for like a number of different reasons, but I think to the, to the, to the, what's it, the, the, what's it called when it's like the normal person? The layman. The layman. To the layman, I think I, I probably had stress. But I, I think I stopped having stress when I was seven. And that is kind of... Although I'll leave that behind. I've gone on to level five. <laughs> Very stressed seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with all these Legos? Oh, God, I've got house. I've got deadlines. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so, yeah, I've kind of... I don't really feel actively stressed, but I can just feel the active rage... Is it, just, is it, it's frustration is it, that just evolved into rage. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe it's just tension. I don't know. Yeah, I stopped. Uh, I stopped the meditation for a while, and I picked it up again um, last week mm. when I started doing yoga every morning. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and I have noticed that kind of feeling dissipate. Yeah. That kind of unwarranted frustration. It's having that little ventilation shaft to kind yeah. of open up. And that's what I mean by people don't know how to control their emotions. They're just, they're just like, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? What yeah. do I do with this? And I just go, like, I've got a very conscious thing of like, right, if I start screaming, that'll help. <laughs> yeah. And it genuinely will. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, how I, that's how I dealt with my rage, was yeah. going to metal clubs and going to concerts and stuff like that. And it genuinely feels, I've described it many times, like the ending of The Green Mile. Which is like uh, Michael Blackman. Um, 
Michael Blackman. Yeah, he has this ability. I can't remember uh, the character or the actor's name, uh, but he passed away recently. He was an NFL guy. Yeah, yeah. Michael something. Uh, amazing actor, especially in that. And uh, he's got this thing where when he t- he takes away someone's pain and he gets it out by kind of not uh, like softly screaming and all these like weird black flies yeah. kind of come out yeah. of his mouth. That's Jen. That's the most accurate depiction I've got of how it feels when. Yeah, I'm able to channel that rage out that way. Yeah. So singing songs, you know, going out and being loud. Not, yeah, I, I kind of feel the volume thing kind of really helps me. Um, so every now and then I just like to kind of let it out. And it's always interesting. It's like, oh, this, oh, why am I playing solitaire? Oh, yeah. That's why. Because I want to go, fucking up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, get up, smash something. It's like, fine. <laughs> But now it's like, do I even want to win it? I don't even want to win it. I just want to, just want to, just want to leave on my terms. <laughs> kind of leave it alone. Have you ever felt like the physical stress relief thing? Like taken to a punching bag or something like that? Or does that not do anything for you? Um, a little bit. Like I was, I called it my caveman state when I was like bodybuilding and stuff. It was yeah. like, yeah, after a nice, decent, pushed workout. Yeah. You kind yeah. of feel completely depleted. Or like you just feel like more zen. Just because you're like all those feelings, it was just like all that all that energy is gone now. Yeah, so, and, and now the energy is focused more well, internally. A lot of people compare that kind of thing to meditation. The same as running as well, mm. because you get to a certain point where your body's so depleted that you can't concentrate on anything else. Otherwise, you'll fail. So mm. it just it is just kind of like it channels you. All of the thoughts go away. And well, I think meditations for me has always only been about um, trying to listen to yourself. Hmm. And I think that, and, and when you listen to yourself, you can kind of figure out what's going on with you. And I think you can achieve that same kind of pace or that same kind of channel hmm. by running. Because you start yeah. running and then you start having epiphany. It's the same as if you're listening to a song and suddenly you hear something you're like, oh, that's, that's what I've been frustrated about. Or that articulates something within me that I can't quite get. I think that's the same idea as meditation. Yeah. It's just meditation is more deliberately sat down to try and figure something out. Yeah. Whereas I think uh, you can get the same from other stuff. So yeah, definitely physical wise, that's been good. Mm. But yeah, just stressed our week. Just yeah. yeah, just work stuff, life stuff, health stuff. Yeah. Diabetes is crazy, and there's apparently no reason why. Oh, it's just like higher than everything else. The doctors are like being like, "There's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about." But we're gonna do some pretty freaking weird tests. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, tech, we're, we're checking for traces of X Y Z W M B A medicine disease what does that do don't worry <laughs> it's all fine <laughs> Every, nothing to worry about at all if it's not to worry about why are you testing for it <laughs> just gonna take a bunch of your blood yeah we're specialists specialists in what <laughs> don't worry about it everything's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> okay fair enough i'll just go on with my life <laughs> But yeah, I had a weird, uh, I had a weird experience at the weekend. I think it was no, it would have been after the weekend. Mm. Um, I, uh, I was, I went out on a night out somewhere, and on the way back, I decided to go to a drive-through Burger King. Yeah, which was like oh, a moment of self-destruction, whatever. And there was a homeless man there, and he was kind of going car to car, mm. like asking for money and stuff yeah. like that. When he came to my door, I was like, I haven't got any money, mate. He's like, no, I'm, I'm just genuinely, I'm just really hungry. Any chance you could buy me a meal? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'll buy you a meal. No worries about that. What meal do you want? So you <laughs> start ordering stuff like through the thing. The Burger King staff are like this fucking guy. Like like he's been hanging around there for like regular on a regular basis, just kind of chastising customers and <laughs> trying to get to do stuff. And now someone's come along and been like, "Hey, you're welcome here." <laughs> <laughs> so like I kind of get there, and he's I've got this thing about like I yeah I've got I've got a thing about physical security. Yeah. I'm like, one of the reasons I did it was because I wanted him to kind of leave the Burger King. I thought if I buy him, if I reward him for him hanging around here, he'll leave. <laughs> that's how it works, right? That's how, that's how logic is. I've been training my dog for ages. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I give my dog a biscuit every time she does something bad, she'll just stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got this thing about physical security. That I'm, I'm, I'm always very self-aware of my physical presence of like, if I if I was hanging around, he's literally in the drive-through, just standing next to cars, and there comes to, like the cashier window, and he's just like stood right next to it. So I'd be <laughs> like, "Hey man, yeah, can you back the fuck off, please? Yeah. Like I'm I'm handling money here, and I'm buying you a meal. I've told you, can you stand over there yeah. by the car park space? Yeah, I'll give it to you when it's ready. Genuinely, I'm not going to fuck you over. Yeah." 
but he kept on like sidling back up. He's like, oh, I just want to ask if I can have some sauces. Like, All right, what sauces do you want? They mm. said they don't offer sauces for free, and we don't give them to random people. So I was like, oh no, it's uh, it's for me. Yeah. Oh really? Is it for you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, do, well, to be not not to be fair to be yeah. to be fair to you, doesn't matter who the fuck it's for if you're paying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I'll, I'll pay for it and whatever. Um, they said okay, but it's going to be a few minutes, so we're going to cook it. And what they usually do is they bring it out to the car. Like you park up, we'll bring it out to a car. So now the situation's changed, where I've set up an ambush for a Burger King employee <laughs> where as they're coming to me a homeless man who I don't know is just kind of in between looking around yeah. so I go I went into the Burger King to be like hey how's it going I just thought I'd save you the walk um, any chance you could put this into a separate bag it's you know what it's for it's for this guy yeah. the guy there got, comes in he's oh. like he's, I'll come in now because I've got a meal and takes all the salt from one of the boxes <laughs> well I need salt for my, my burger <laughs> taking out all the salt <laughs> Salt all the straws. Just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't need that much salt, especially if you haven't got like a consistent source of water. No. You're just going to dehydrate yourself. Yeah. You know, think about these things. <laughs> He's taking all the napkins, all the straws and everything. It's like, all right, well, you know. He's building a boat. <laughs> He's getting He's building away. a fucking plane. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And I'm just like, oh, God. Instantly, I was like, oh, I've made the wrong choice. You know, it felt good to give a guy a meal to be like, you know, money, I don't know, always feels a bit weird. But hey, if I'm going to buy you a, you know, a meal while I'm buying a meal, fair enough. You know, give him something good to eat, something, chill him out for a while. Yeah. But yeah, dude, then it's just, it's natural practice, isn't it? Like, if you're trying to take advantage of somebody and you they, and it succeeds, you try and take more advantage because you yeah. kind of keep going to the world. So then he starts asking me about, oh, I know it's cheeky, but can I have some money as well? I was like, I haven't got any money. That's why I didn't give you money in the first place. Mm. And I was like, look, mate, can you just, you know, just back away, just stand on the other side of the restaurant. I'll bring you your food, but mm. I don't want, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I know it sounds mean, but I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, recording a podcast. <laughs> Just like, the thing is, I, I, I don't mind genuine conversations. But yeah, it's always but not like, forced. Yeah, like, it's just, just I, I'm, I'm comfortable silently giving you a burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm I comfortable that. doing that. I've, I've got. I'm, this isn't my evening. I'm like, I'm doing other things and I'm thinking about other stuff. I don't yeah. really want to talk to you. So it's a bit harsh. Um, but then, yeah, the, um, uh, yeah. Then he st- keeps on coming up to me, keeps on talking to me, and then he starts mm-hmm. doing like, a, like you know, he starts telling me. Look, how about his bad life? Yeah. And I, that was just the last straw for me. I was just like, I, t- I didn't want to talk to you. I've bought you a meal. You're fucking me around. You're kind of intimidating. Right. All right. The, yeah. What's what's bad about your life? And then it was like, for fun for me, which might, might be mean, I just kept on hitting it back with worse life stories. So he'd be <laughs> like, oh, you know, my dad, uh, my mum left when, um, when I was three and that just left me with my abusive father. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, my mum killed herself during childbirth. She was going to survive. But she decided just to cut her own wrist while I was being born. Then, passed over to my dad. First thing he did, punched me in the face. I had to live with that for years. <laughs> then he brings up something else. I was like, right, no, fuck you. Yeah, I have leukemia. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and I don't know why, because it's just like, it, what's the purpose of that? Either he's genuinely looking for some someone to talk to and some kind of support. Which I kind of feel if that was the case, it would be higher up on his priorities than asking me for money after I've offered him food. Yeah. And two, it's like, I think he's just trying to take advantage a little bit more. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I've already, I'm already giving you something. And it's not like, take that and be grateful. It's just like, just don't fucking take everything. You know, yeah. just like, yeah. Be a, yeah, figure out what you've got. You've now got a meal. You've got, you can stay in the restaurant for a while because you've got food. You know, someone's else got you a coffee. It's like, things are, are okay right now. I'll try and figure out the next step. Yeah. Don't try and keep on tapping my well. The only way I could do it was just to not, is to make him feel bad for trying to make me feel bad. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like you were kind of being like accommodating, but to both of you at the same time. Like, <laughs> uh, like you, you, you clearly want to talk. I've told you I don't want to talk. Mm. Um, but if we're going to do this, then I'm going to control this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Do this and fuck you. That's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. You think you've had a bad day? Fuck you know. <laughs> what doctors have you been to this week that have been like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about anything? 
but then I think karmically I also got fucked over, oh. which I figured out yesterday, where someone fucking uh, maxed out my credit cards. Like they hacked what? into uh, like PayPal, which I've used once to oh. send somebody some money, and they just they bought like three grand's worth of shoes. Fucking hell! <laughs> I only realised this because I checked my email. Though I don't an email address that I don't really check very often. Yeah, and it was like, oh, receipt for Shoe World. Like, what? <laughs> check it out, and it's like, yeah, fucking like loads of fucking payments just kind of gone out. To Jesus, fucking Shoe World. So I've been like, I own two pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, like I've gotten uh, phone calls from HSBC when I've been buying something in HMV. Like, Is yeah. this you? <laughs> you know, you're spending a lot of money on DVDs. Yeah, I bought I bought lots of DVDs at that time. It was yeah. perfectly normal. But spending three grand on shoes, they didn't raise any questions. <laughs> so I had to look, kind of flag that, but then that's kind of fucked me. I think it's because I told that homeless man to go fuck himself. <laughs> I told him I had a worse life than him. That does Yeah, but you, you bought him a meal. That should have cancelled that shit. Should have. It should have, <laughs> but apparently not. <laughs> so is that so, money coming back? I don't know. Apparently there's like a 30-day like go through and check everything and yeah they need to get information from the person who took the money and then stuff like that but it was a credit card so it should be okay yeah and yeah. it was a paypal so it should be yeah, even more okay right. like it's not like someone stole my credit card details that it's logged into paypal yeah so i yeah. removed the card from the account but still means like <laughs> i was gonna live on that money this month <laughs> so i could try and scrimp and save and push push through back for the weekend back for the back for the month so yeah, just you know, feel free to tell homeless people to fuck off, but it might cost you three thousand pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a kind of trying to do something nice, and then it was just like, oh, this is. I feel like I'm giving you. too much nice. Yeah. So then fuck you, and then oh fuck me, I guess. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fine. How's your week been? Uh, fine. Fine. Yeah, just just fucking work and. Not not a whole hell of a lot, to be mm. honest. Like, weeks are just flying by, and I don't feel like I'm getting a lot done, okay. I guess. I don't know. Things are okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's his wedding season. Yeah, you know, isn't it? yeah, that's like two months away. Yeah, Is and it? then you're doing right. more wedding photography stuff? Or just... Yeah, I've got one of those in a couple of weeks. Um, I've just put down a fuckload of money on more camera stuff. Nice, um, nice. So, like, yeah, all preparation, and then hopefully get that shit built and sorted over the summer yeah and then get on with it properly that's the hope that's the plan <laughs> that's but, the, yeah that's the whole thing of like once we get the house then i'll start doing this yeah when do we get the house a while ago yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i'm stuff, still just... doing house stuff and wedding stuff and yeah yeah the room seems to, it seems to be unpacked more last time yeah. And now it seems to have packed itself now it's... in a bit more. <laughs> it's kind of, we it, tried being unpacked. It, kept, it keeps fucking... emptying and filling up again and emptying and filling up right. as we clear out every other room. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's slow progress. Fair play. Yeah, it'll get there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's prob- yeah. probably. Yeah. Just weeks will go by. It's the <laughs> whole thing of trying to seize the moment again when all the, to- all the time you're just trying to wait until you can go back to sleep. Yeah, it's like let's do something productive. Ah, whatever will get us closest to sleep. What if we sleep earlier? Yes, <laughs> I'll crack yeah, the code. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Started using the uh, the productive app again. Okay, which is, which is good. Just get a little tick every time I do something, which is nice. Uh, but like, <laughs> like last time, like I I figured it would work for me because it kind of it, it um. It appeases my like social. <laughs> it appeases like my social media addiction and my want to kind of like get rid of all the fucking red numbers on my phone. It's the same yeah. same kind of shit. Except last time I used it for every possible habit in my life. So is it like a, want a, approval from everything? Yeah, yeah. So like everything from fucking waking up, and getting out of bed waking on time. <laughs> did you did you wake up today? Yeah, yeah. have a tick. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Like, br- like br- brushing your teeth and like fucking yeah. just absolutely everything. But this time I've focused it purely on like health things. So like working out and doing and meditating and yoga and stuff. I'm just like left it at that. And it's like, I think it's, I think it's working. Like I, I, I definitely feel a pull to do, to, to do more in order to continue that streak. Yeah. Um. So like, I, I think it's kind of like gamifying your life, I guess. 
Yeah, I just I couldn't de- I couldn't deal with. It feels like someone's just looking over your shoulder. I guess even if it's your phone. Oh, well done. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> then my attention would just be sort of drawn like, but I'd just start playing solitaire. <laughs> and solitaire rewards you with these cards falling over, and it's like, oh well, that's just fucking, that's just patronising, isn't it? <laughs> I've just but, stacked those. <laughs> you cunt! <laughs> Took me hours. Different decks, different everything. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely. A, it, I do. The, yeah, I get the little. Uh, what's it called? The what's the happiness chemical? Dopamine. Hormone. Do, yeah, get that little exactly dopamine it. hit. Yeah. When I, when when I do something like that, like accomplish a certain, I've planned out to do something and I accomplish it. Yeah. But if someone else is like, oh, you know, you know, well done. Well, that's good. I'm just, oh, God. Just, I don't know what it is. I probably have to work through that. <laughs> figure out what it is. I, I but don't know. but it's, it's you, essentially. I don't mean you. I mean, like, the app <laughs> it's, is... It's is, Apple. It's, well, it's, it's the phone. It's solitaire. It's yeah. all these different things. You, you've told it to do this, so it's, it's you. <laughs> oh, so well done for me telling you to tell me to tell me well done. <laughs> yeah, just uh, anything to spark off that rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you found it helpful. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, don't you have to tell it to tell you to give you a tick? Like it doesn't know when you've woken up or when you've brushed. Your oh teeth, yeah, right? it's it's it essentially works like a checklist. Yeah. Um, and each time you each, each time you do so, you'll you'll tell it what days you're doing what, mm. and then it'll tell you what you've got to do that day, whether it's like morning, afternoon, or evening. And yeah. then when you've done it, you just swipe it off. And then underneath it tells you how many times you've managed to do that in a row. So it's like a streak thing. And it's the exact same fucking addiction that I had to fucking time hop um, a, co- a couple <laughs> of years ago. Like, I would not... <laughs> I'm addicted to my past. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it was it only come up like once a day. Yeah, but that's the thing. I had, I had to delete it eventually. Because I was I was looking at it once a day, and I got to the point where I was looking at it just to keep that fucking number alive at the end, where it's like you've checked those three hundred times in a row, <laughs> and it's just like this is like I'm not learning anything, I'm not gaining anything from this. Mm. Nostalgia's fucking stupid. Like I'm I'm just <laughs> I, I'm it's it's a complete waste of time, and the only reason I'm spending five minutes every day doing this is to get this little fucking number at the end. So I need to fucking it's just dopamine. <laughs> that's that's all it is. There's there's there must be a more positive dopamine hit that I can get than yeah. watching this stupid fucking dinosaur dragging up relics from my past. Like it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so see for me, I use social media so rarely now mm. since because yeah, I, like I abandoned my old Facebook account a few years ago, just made a new one, and I use it so sparingly that when I do get a time hop, it's like. I posted this for a reason. The most recent one I saw was, this is the time I didn't have any plates, so I cooked a chicken in a saucepan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember that that saucepan was full of maggots after a week. Oh. So I was like, time hop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me when I didn't have any plates and I was a lot more maggots than I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's throw that saucepan away. <laughs> don't want to have to deal with that. But yeah, I don't get that. Because uh, that, again, you'd have to kind of look at it and check it. and If there was some... Like, I, I kind of like the idea of Alexa, like because it's somewhat the you've you got have that a now, haven't thing. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've only got it in like the downstairs of my house. I could get it in, like the upstairs as well. Yeah, to be like, oh Alexa, see me a shock to sleep. Or like Alexa, well, I woke up at this time. It can recognise that and kind of do a little bit more of it dynamically. So you yeah. kind of look at your own stats. But yeah, just like yeah, a checklist of. I don't have that little dopamine hit for doing that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think. Um, started watching another reality TV show because that's quite like Hell's Kitchen for something like cooking yeah. reality TV shows and kind of watch. And I was like, oh, this looks like a show I'll hate. And I think it's kind of sums up the whole different levels of that dopamine hit, right? Because yeah, you're you're getting that small dopamine hit from that checking yeah. up time hop regularly, yeah. but you wanted a bigger, more effective dopamine hit because you don't feel like you're getting anything from it. Mm. So you'd get more from it if you were doing, you know, yeah, the productivity app. You're like, yeah, oh, I'm if actually it, if, progressing in if my career. If it was an actual kind of reward, if it was yeah. actually rewarding me for something productive. Yeah. And then you got, well, that's time hot, right? Take it down another level. You've got like, what was that? Was it Farmville? Was it the, the Facebook yeah, game for yeah. a while? I imagine that probably had the same kind of mechanic to it where like you got in you did xyz and you got oh you've logged in this I, kind of stuff i never played farmville i know a lot yeah. of people and did. then you take it down another level and it just gets like lower and lower and lower where people just get anything just to kind of 
get this feeling of like, oh, wow, mm. this is amazing. So I watched an episode of Love Island because that came out oh on Netflix. God. And it's, it's possibly the most horrific. I don't want to sound pretentious. I want to try and articulate why. I hate it so much. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think I only watched like the first part. The first part is like the men show up and then the women show up and then they have to choose a couple when they start. And it's just the, the fuck, like, the people in it are so fucking horrendously ugly <laughs> just because they're so heavily invested in the lowest possible tier of happiness. Yeah. Like they're just looking for like, there's a, someone who's like, oh, you know, they're just looking for um, love there in that way and like oh yeah i'm a joiner but you know when i text a woman you know sometimes she texts back so it's like okay. well done <laughs> it's like that's the that's the core of your happiness is if yeah. you text someone they'll text you back i was like oh i'm the kind of guy if i go into a club i don't have to do any work and a woman just comes up to me so like, yeah you can get that in a strip club like that's yeah. that's how easily accessible that is mm. is it's been manufactured to kind of you can just buy that pretty cheaply your version of happiness you can buy it very cheaply by just going into a strip club yeah so it's like what 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 is that really the kind of tier of happiness that you're looking for and you've got all the women like oh you know i like to drink and sometimes i get wasted <laughs> Like, oh, great, brilliant! Yeah, you is. should drink a better, better alcohol, or you should, yeah, you know, if that's what you want, just get an ethanol drip. Like, what? Why, <laughs> it's just so much that they're trying to aim down. Yeah, then or more, more, they're just trying not to aim up. You know, they're just yeah. looking for a particular type of someone, and then it's all based on looks, and the looks are so plastic surgery, makeup, caked horror fests. Yeah. Of just like, I, I'm so out of touch with any of that. Yeah. That it's just like, I don't see how anybody can, can uh, find someone attractive who's got you see, like, you get, but, so but, much makeup on and just like, eh, and they all talk like this <laughs> because that's how they talk on anyway, Sussex. Oh, and they model their accent on that because oh. that's, what, that's what's attractive at the moment. That's what's fit. Is it? in that world it must be because so many people are fucking doing it and it's their objectives and what they're trying is it, to is do that, is it not just kind of a continuation of freshers of like uni life like first year yeah that's, that, like that's it's kind of that's kind of how it is isn't it no one does any fucking work like yeah no but like that it's just it's that culture of like we talked before about like how you know PC that was uh, there was like non PC culture of like stuff being censored like that mm. we didn't expect we thought it would just be at university and then kind of like fall out when they went to the real world yeah it's yeah. kind of carried on it's kind of like this is like how your eight year old used to dress and now they're still doing that and they're doing it for sex and you're like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> but yeah. there must be people aspiring because there must be people watching this show so just to watch something like that. Like, I I like Hell's Kitchen. I don't care about the character, people's relationships with each no. other. It's just, I just like the food. Look at the food. How's it cooked? All the ch- interesting challenges and that. And yeah. How people care about it and stuff like that. But this is like, oh, can you believe that, you know, Tanya cheated on Lewis because he no. did, she did this. Like, yeah. so there must be, I I can't relate to that, but apparently that may, may not be. An, yeah, but it's like my, my Made kind of in Chelsea thing. is ridiculously popular. Yeah, it, it was a few years ago. I don't know if it still is. But yeah, so there's Fucking definitely dreadful. an attraction to that kind of uh, conflict or that kind of environment just where you're just utterly like, shallow shit. Like it's, yeah, or the drama of it, right? Yeah, just like, just, and again, well, what like, fucking drama? These people don't have problems. Yeah, but it's like, oh, but oh, he kissed her in another place, and I was over here, and it's just like, yeah. well, yeah, just get rid of him. Just don't be with that person if you don't want to be with him. Yeah, but he's got blonde hair, and I like blonde hair. Okay, well then, fucking make a decision. <laughs> what yeah. Do you, what do you want to yeah. Do? <laughs> but with this one, it was, it's just so fucking apparent. It's just like. I don't know, like what I think they have all the guys line up and then the, uh, the girls are introduced one by one and they're like, right, do any of the guys fancy this girl? If you do, step forward and she might pick you for a girlfriend. <laughs> and then like, well, not not no one stood forward for this one girl, so she oh. chose someone who wasn't didn't fancy her. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and then that's just what 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 is going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, but then I I know a lot of people. Did you ever watch Take Me Out? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that like that show, and that drove me fucking well, that was, nuts. But 
See, I could find the funny side of that just being hilarious. Yeah. Just because it's just the comic timing of instant rejection. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so there's a guy stood in a room, and he's like, so, you know, I'm a multi-award winning blah, 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 blah. All the lights stay on. You know, I'm yeah. very wealthy, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, sometimes I like to, to you know, to, to farm. <laughs> Don't like farmers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, I can see that sort of. You know, it's just that this is one thing that someone says, like, and then he has to go around against the clock, rejecting women <laughs> based on absolutely nothing other than physical physical presentation, which is stupid. But it's this thing of the show. So there's these women like, oh, I like him, even though he's a farmer, and then he's like sprinting towards you and just slapping the table and just being rejected. See you next week. <laughs> The just insanity of that, the ridiculous, <laughs> seems so funny. But it's just, yeah, it just seems so. One, yeah, how people talk, how people look. Mm. It's just so, sur- I don't know whether it's so, sur- it's so surreal because of a number of different factors. But like, there's no heavy metal love island. No. Everyone would just fuck each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took 10 metalheads, <laughs> five women, five men, put them on an island. They t- they took over the studio, blasted out some good music, and fucked everyone. <laughs> it's not a good show. It's just this is life. But yeah, just trying to again, just trying to see the. I don't know whether I, I can kind of see my own perception of the world just kind of becoming more and more concrete. Yeah, like you know, how people get stuck in their ways about decisions and stuff. And I think I could feel that that process beginning as I kind of push over 30 yeah so i think it's just like just before that happens i just want to try different things and see if there's how do you how do you enjoy this show yeah i'd be happy to change my mind or whatever i'm just curious like what is it about it you know it's just oh it's just the trashiness of it i guess yeah but you you've it's 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 the uh it's the failed dates that you've had it's the ones that like um it's the ones that want nothing more than to find someone to sit and have a pizza with yeah, and yeah. watch TV. Like, it's for them. It's not... That's what I mean about it. It's the lowest possible tier of happiness. Yeah. Like, it's just... They just want to catch their show once a week. Yeah. Or they think if they talk like this, then everything will be fine. You know, it's just... What? Yeah. As much as you've got people watching it, it's like, these fucking people, it's just kind of... They're real people. They must... This is how they go about life. They're like 26. I'm like going, I'm going to sleep with someone when I go clubbing. It's like, yeah, well done. That's nothing special. <laughs> like, you think you're special because the clubs you go to are incredibly warped. Yeah. They're very sexually inexperienced, I guess. Yeah. They're just kind of shut off from the world. And if you're not wearing Chanel number no. five, then you fucked up. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Go to a festival. Go yeah. experience a bit more of life instead of going to fucking, yeah, freshers fairs or yeah. whatever the fuck. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just a lack of confusion. And it's I kind of just don't understand that. Yeah. It seems like that's a genuine part of British culture mm. is the only way is Essex type people who, who are on the show, not even those who watch the show, just the people on the show. Like, there's a real people yeah. who were raised and like brought into the world to make the world a better place. Their parents were really happy when they were pregnant or whatever, and now it's like, and that's what the, that, and that's what developed. And whether it's a good thing or a bad thing doesn't really matter. It's just interesting that some people can go that way, and other people can become astronauts mm. or can become homeless men who harass bearded men in drive-throughs. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just, people can be different things. Just seems like so strange to me that people would go that way. Uh, but anyway, in the news, I don't know if you know, you know Dr. Dre. Yeah, 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 the rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost a trademark battle with a gynecologist called Dr. Dre. <laughs> right. <laughs> the rapper and record label boss lodged a case with the U.S. trademark office in 2015 um, after Pennsylvania medic uh, Dreon Birch a media personality and author of books including 20 Things You May Not Know About the Vagina. (laughs) 20 Things You May Not Know About Dr. Dre. (laughs) (laughs) Applied to register the name Dr. Dre. Mm. Um, Dr. Dre, the rapper, claimed the moniker could cause confusion, uh, particularly since his near namesake wanted to sell audiobooks, podcasts, and MP3s. Which is true. Like, have you met my gynecologist, Dr. Dre? (laughs) Like, that'd be fucking weird. But his name's Dre. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, well, it's, it's Dre Short though, isn't it? There was a there was a, it was a longer name, wasn't it? Uh, Dre on. D, so it's Dr. Dre's the rapper, D-R-E. Yeah. And then Dre on Birch is D-R-A-I-O-N. Yeah. But short, yeah. It's like, it's like Nick, Dr. Nick. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just a shortened name of Dre on. Just call me Dre. Yeah. Uh, he suggested the similarity may lead consumers to wrongly believe the pair were connected due to the entertainment nature of the goods and services provided. Why would you be connected to someone with the same name as you? That would just get confusing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Dr. Dre. This is Dr. Dre. (laughs) (laughs) He accused Mr. Birch of looking to trade on the goodwill generated by his rapping name. Yeah, Dr. Dre's name's not his real name. No. It's a rapper name. Yeah. yeah. First name, Dr. Last name, Dre. (laughs) Mr. Birch argued confusion was unlikely as Dr. Dre is not a medical doctor, nor is he qualified to provide any type of medical services. Fair point. (laughs) Yeah. If you heard a book about a medical book called Dr. Dre on, you don't, the Dr. Dre talking about, you don't necessarily think of the rapper. No, no. It'd be like, true. seems strange. He added he would not want to trade on Dr. Dre's reputation because he was known for misogyny and homophobia, and it would be a bad reflection on him as a doctor. <laughs> Again, a fair point. Yeah. Why would he be looking to try and be like Dr. Dre yeah. when that would negatively affect his career? <laughs> It kind of makes sense. The gynecologists who described the gynecologist who described himself as one of America's top women's health experts said he had chosen the name Dr. Dre because, in quotes, "That's my name." <laughs> <laughs> but why did you choose Dr. Dre? Because it's my name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily chose it. I guess my parents chose it. If you're going to think about it on that level, but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that thing. Where, was it last week about? The young, the younger generation mm. complaining about um, Radiohead suing a female pop singer because the pop singer's song was creep. Right. Like, basically. And they basically plagiarized a lot of the musical structure of it. And their yeah. reaction was, imagine being so unknown as Radiohead and trying to cash in on the reputation of some unknown pop singer <laughs> that I can't remember the name of. And you're like, no, then that's not what they're doing. Yeah, they they no. don't live in your world of trying to you know grab media attention yeah they just someone stole their song your favorite person stole their song and they're telling them to fuck off yeah <laughs> so yeah doc, my name's dr dre no what you mean the rapper no i'm a doctor <laughs> um in other news um a shed has broken the land speed record <laughs> After its owner hit 100 miles an hour driving along a Welsh beach. That's the fastest shed I've ever seen. It's the fastest in the world. <laughs> Broken the Guinness World Record. What Kev- did he have to beat? Well, Kevin Nix, the owner of the fastest shed, said he was delighted to break his previous record of 80 miles an hour. All right, so it's his. It's While his participating in the land speed event in, on Sunday. It couldn't have gone better. I'm so happy. Um, I think the record before that was done by a TV presenter in 2011. This is from memory. And I think the record was like 58 miles an hour. Yeah. The fastest shed. Like, sheds aren't typically very aerodynamic. They're not very fast. It's an achievement. (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) foundations tend to slow them down a bit. (laughs) Over the years, the 53-year-old gardener spent more than £13,000 motorising his shed, which he claims is the world's only road-legal shed. (laughs) It must be so easy to find out. Let's yeah. find the DVLA. How many sheds? <laughs> how many sheds do you allow to drive on the motorway? <laughs> uh, he entered a few speed contests and basically floored it. He hit he, he, he hit eighty miles an hour to break the record, including the Guinness record. But it blew up, so it needs to work. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right, legal. <laughs> Well, yeah, not really. Don't, I don't think they should blow up. I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's done like loads of charity drives, like John O'Groats to lads. <laughs> Shit. I just feel bad for someone tripping on acid at, uh, at Land's End and then just seeing a shed walking. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't mow the lawn when I was a kid. <laughs> Explodes. It'd be awesome. It'd be, it'd be a great 
vehicle for like a gardener. You just <laughs> show up with everything. Yeah, but can you imagine driving with pitchforks and rakes and <laughs> it's things that are used to make explosives just yeah. kind of rattling around? Lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just tools and that. Like you fall over to one side, you impale yourself on your own gear. <laughs> it seems a bit harsh. Yeah, you'd have to be. You'd have to be careful, I suppose. But then I've always quite liked the idea of the was it the Red Bull Air thing. Which is just like just average people just trying to build a vehicle that will stay airborne. Yeah, but they don't. They they purposely build things that'll just be shit as well. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm in a hot dog. Are you? Yeah. Hot are you gonna fly? fly? <laughs> nah. I'll fly. <laughs> yeah. Just you see. Give me a push. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, and they have like go kart rally type stuff now as well. And... There's there's one up in Cheadle. Um, oh yeah. Of uh, like uh, what's it called? Like a a soapbox. Derby yeah, thing. Derby they thing. do them in the states, but people just make stupid cars and try and go fastest down a hill. <laughs> go, go, go! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Well, that's that's me for this. I've been too busy dealing with the homeless then, <laughs> then to, to, to be looking online for stories. Too much death. <laughs> basically, all I have this week. Anything yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, researchers at uh, Sydney's Macquarie University have discovered that sharks can recognise jazz. Um, in a paper published in An- Animal Cognition, the researchers led by Katrina uh, Villa Puka trained, ju- uh, trained juvenile Port Jackson sharks to swim over to where jazz was playing to receive food. Uh, it's been <laughs> thought that sharks have learned to associate the sound of a boat engine with food because food is often thrown from tourist boats to attract sharks to cage diving expeditions. I didn't realise there was an expedition. No, this makes sense. I mean, was it last week or the week before, talking about how whales sing in jazz? Yeah. So, like, they're attracted to the jazz sidings of so, whales. They said he sounded like Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Or something. And these guys don't like Louis Armstrong. Uh, I guess not. No. <laughs> uh, the test was made more complex with the addition of classical music. Um, this confused the sharks, who wouldn't differentiate between the jazz and the classical. It was obvious that the sharks knew they had to do something when the classical music was played. <laughs> Didn't know what dance, what, what two two tap to yeah. dance to. Well, they couldn't figure out whether they had to go to a different location. Uh, said Callum Brown, a researcher. Uh, the task is harder than it sounds because sharks had to learn the different locations that were associated with particular genres of music, which was then paired with a food reward. Perhaps with more training, they would have figured it out. Uh, Vila Puka added, sharks are generally underestimated when it comes to learning abilities. Most people when see them as... comes to musical ability. <laughs> mindless, instinctive animals. However, they have really big brains and are obviously much smarter than we give them credit for. She said that the evidence would hopefully prompt more conservation work, which is positive, I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, so, if you, so that, what that means is, that experiment, there has to be a point where they're unsure for whether a song is jazz or classical, and they let the yeah. sharks decide. Yeah, and it's uh, it's endangered all jazz musicians on the coast of Australia. <laughs> keep on being dangled underneath boats, <laughs> seeing if sharks come for them. Yeah, if they play. A Eventually, the score. shark's going to evolve to walk, and then like, <laughs> and then jazz, and enter a jazz club and just go mental. <laughs> just congregate around jazz clubs because that's what they were bred to do. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, when Kendra Jackson first got a runny nose, uh, she thought it was a cold symptom, uh, but it continued for years along with other symptoms, including, uh, coughing, sneezing, and headaches. Everywhere I went, I always had a little box of tissues, always stuffed in my pocket, she said. It was like a waterfall, continuously. Uh, doctors told her it was likely just allergies, but she knew it was more. Now, finally, she has an answer. It was brain fluid. Ah. That's good then. Um, <laughs> Jackson was diagnosed with cerebrospinal fluid leak. <laughs> Leaky brain. <laughs> um, uh, and their use of all caps in announcing her story on Facebook pretty much sums thing up. Fluid from her brain was leaking from her nose. <laughs> uh, they said. Uh, Dr. Christy Barnes and ENT and the ENT team discovered that Jackson was losing about half a pint of cerebral fluid per day from her nose. Uh, <laughs> the team was able to go in through Jackson's nose, use angled cameras uh, and instruments to use Jackson's fatty tissue uh, to plug up the hole between her skull and her nostrils that was uh, allowing the leak. 
Jackson notes that the symptoms started a couple of years after she suffered a head trauma in 2013, hitting her head on the dashboard. Um, before the surgery, I couldn't sleep. I was like a zombie. Uh, I don't have to carry around the tissue anymore, and I'm getting some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest benefit of your brain not coming out your nose is you don't have to buy as many tissues anymore. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I, if that's oh, so all you could blew her out, nose. Was like brain. Yeah, it was just like, oh, God. Cerebral fluid. But it's cerebral fluid it's like spinal fluid i guess it's just clear like you don't it, yeah. it, i guess it, maybe it's mucusy i don't know but you'd feel it would you, well i don't know why but it kind of feels like you'd seem like come like instant effect of like every time you sneeze like yeah came dumber yeah like oh uh, like yeah you blow your nose up. and now you can't do maths yeah you just forget stuff and then you yeah kind of get back to it because isn't yeah oh, oh my god aren't your memories stored in liquid in that liquid so her I, memory was just leaking out of the front of her face. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they figured out the whole memory thing. Last time I checked, I think it was meant to be liquid. It's like a, it's a collection of connections. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I've I've no idea actually. I don't know if they can trace. It's not sweet, so it is savoury. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so about, yeah. If you lost all the liquid in your brain, you'd have no more memory. No. Yeah, I so. imagine. Well, you'd be dead. Yeah, but so, so he was replaced with honey. <laughs> You'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> honey cures all wounds, probably. Uh, Don't know why it comes. Isn't it like honey? Making. Honey lasts forever. Like they found honey. They say in, that in like tombs. Yeah, but like bottled honey. I've got bottled it's honey be that's sealed. gone off. Yeah, like sealed bottled honey. I've got that goes off. Like it really? solidifies and. Oh, it, it crystallizes. You could yeah. you just show it in the microwave. Ugh. It's like it's like is, it's, that micro, is that how bees make honey? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's got their little microwave. Yeah, put it over three minutes. That's what the dance means. <laughs> <laughs> three. You could have just pointed up three, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because it's like it's densely sugary. So there's yeah. a point where that chemical bond kind of goes haywire and breaks, and then it all crystallizes again, and then you just melt it, and it stays liquid for a while. I don't believe that. It's true. My mum was it a doesn't change the fact that I don't I was attacked it. by bees. I know these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were quite apologetic for attacking me, so they kind of broke down their process of yeah. honey making. Yeah. It crystallizes. Yeah, it taught me the dance. Like, yeah. But if you... <laughs> this is another one of my stupid sciences, right? <laughs> but if you put... The, if you heat up salt, it doesn't become the ocean. No. So if you heat up sugar from honey, it doesn't become honey. Uh... Well, if you heat up sugar, it becomes syrup. No. <laughs> it does. It melts. Can't. <laughs> because you can't, if you heat up salt, it doesn't become the ocean. Well, sugar's not a, a mineral. Salt is. Right. Well, what sugar's a savoury, is it? <laughs> so no, sugar's, sugar's a sweet. <laughs> what? So if you microwave sugar, just sugar, yeah. it'll turn into It turns syrup. into syrup, yeah. You don't need any water. No, no. It, it would help if you had water. It makes it thicker. It makes it thinner. Because, um, like, a lot of the time you can eat it too quick and it'll burn. But, like, yeah, if you if you heat sugar slowly, it, it turns into a syrup. No. <laughs> <laughs> must need some. Must need water. It, it depends how sugar the sugar is, I guess, doesn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, you can't microwave a rock and it becomes a mountain. What is this argument? <laughs> I just find it weird that like you, the 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 sugar comes out of the honey, right? So the honey yeah. separates from the sugar. No, no, in some like, form, uh, must I'd... do. It doesn't just change. It's not like water. It's not like it goes into ice. You know, it's not like hard honey is sugar. It just some kind of separation occurs. And I don't understand. It's not a separation because separate. it all goes hard. It all crystallizes the whole lot. There's no separation. So no, there'd be no air not. in there, right? What? There'd be no air in a honey pot that's crystallized. Well, no, you can't crystallize air. Exactly. <laughs> but there was no air in there before, so therefore there's no air in there now. Right. Nothing's changed. Okay. And if that's not true, then maybe. <laughs> You can't... Right, right, right. Okay, you can microwave... Sh I, I can understand. I can make the leap of you can probably microwave sugar and it becomes syrup. Right. But you can't microwave sugar and it becomes honey. No. And crystallised honey 
feels like there's been more of a transition there. Well, I don't Some know, of the honey would be lost. I don't know how bees make it exactly. Like, it's all from it's all from pollen. Like digested or something. Whereas some what we know is sugar, what tastes like sugar to us is from sugar cane. Yeah. So it would have a different flavour, but it could essentially be exactly the same thing. It's just it just it just. What tastes about different. science? Something can't churn into something else apart from ice, which we've discussed at length, <laughs> right? Can't turn into something else and still be the same thing. What do you mean? Like water can turn into ice, right? But still become water because one hundred percent of it went into the ice. <laughs> Okay. But crystallized honey feels like like ninety eight. I don't know why, but it just feels like this. Ninety eight percent of the honey becomes crystallized, and two percent becomes you know something else, like a Volkswagen. Two <laughs> <laughs> percent of Volkswagen. Yeah, just like there'll be just some the kind indicator. of air or dust or something else that's needed. No. All right. Well, your science is different to to my science. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 happy with that. <laughs> I'm actually quite relieved. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, prosecutors say that around 2pm on Saturday, convicted felon Robert Skipper followed 28-year-old woman onto an elevator uh, in the historic Rookery Building at 209 South La Salle, um, <laughs> and then began to assault her. Um, after, after putting Hang his... On, ha- before we get into this, can you tell us more about this building? <laughs> you know, it's lovely, antique, historic, in the southwest corner of the... No, it's just the assault. Recently renovated. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Anyway, anyway, sorry, back to the assault. Back to the assault. <laughs> Historic dockyard. <laughs> Let's set the scene for this assault. <laughs> oh, I quite like the dockyard. It's quite historic. Oh, it's soiled a good name. I don't want people to think they shouldn't go there because they might get assaulted, even though they will. Yeah. I don't want them to think that. By this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Skipper restrained uh, the woman, forced her to the floor in the elevator, and said, Give me that pussy, prosecutor said. Um... After getting away... Direct quote from the president. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, After getting away, the woman called 911 and provided a description of the offender. Police said uh, two other women had reported being battered and sexually abused by the man with similar description earlier in the day. Uh, One near Pritzker Park and the other in an unspecified location. Uh, Cops who stopped Skipper near State and Washington shortly after the attack asked other officers to bring the victim to their location to see if they had the right guy. When the woman arrived, Skipper made eye contact with her and excitedly announced, That's her! That's her! That's the one I got! I stalk my prey. <laughs> uh, police said uh, in the arrest report, um, Officers said Skipper's statement was captured on body cameras uh, and he's uh, now being held without bail. Just like, yeah, that's the one. We weren't asking you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the woman who's proof of my crime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Whatever you say. <laughs> Just Yeah, she said she didn't like the historic dockyard. I quite like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, very excited to announce that he'd abused someone. Like <laughs> You guys didn't believe me. I could definitely abuse a woman that fit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to establish his other position of fertility. Yeah. I walk into an elevator and all the women just come walking. Yeah, and all the women just get assaulted. Yeah. It's just what I do. Yeah. That's why I'm on this island. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was that one. Um, a, uh, uh, ah, that's fine. Uh, when uh, when Su Yu bought her family a puppy two years ago, she was surprised by how much the dog ate. Uh, a box of fruits and two buckets of noodles every day, she told Chinese media. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, there was, it turns out, a reason for this uh, prodigious appetite. The animal... It's actually has... an adopted old man. <laughs> dog suit. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Give me noodles and fucking fruit. <laughs> Bow wow. <laughs> uh. Um, no, uh, it turns out the animal has grown into a 250-pound bear. (laughs) (laughs) Fetch! Oh my god, don't fetch! Uh, the family realised their error when their pet did not stop growing, uh, and started showing a talent for walking on two legs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Susie... Your dog's walking around on two legs. 
<laughs> started fishing in the bath. <laughs> Take it to the vet. Stay. Just stay. <laughs> Don't. It stayed for nine months hibernating. <laughs> Very clever dog. <laughs> uh, the more he grew, the more like a bear he looked. Direct quote. <laughs> As if, like, there's a bear attribute that's only a- available when it's, like, zoomed in. So, no, that, yeah. that, that is a bear. That's a bear. Yeah, bears don't have the tails of dogs. No. Like, they don't even have the paws of dogs. No. Or the legs. Yeah, or the appetite. Very different. Uh, I'm a little scared of bears, she said. <laughs> Uh, the animal's now been taken into the into care at Yunnan Wildlife Rescue Centre after the family got in touch requesting help. Um, footage... <laughs> help! Help! It's <laughs> a fucking bear. <laughs> like, it's not... It's going to be a gradual thing. Like, they're watching it and they're like, do you think it's a bear? No, it's not a bear. <laughs> Bears don't eat noodles. But... <laughs> I've never seen a bear boil a pot of noodles. No. What about, what about now? Now do you think it's a bear? No, no, it's definitely not a bear. Like just one day, it was just like, yeah, that's a bear. Like suddenly, it the penny dropped. No, I guess there's always an exception to the rule, but I swear, no bears look like dogs, and no dogs look like bears. Um, well, they they uh, it says it says they bought it on holiday, thinking it was a Tibetan mastiff. Um, and I guess if you, like a Tibetan Mastiff, if you, uh, the, the puppies and, and the, the dogs themselves are fucking ace, big fucking like hench, massive, fluffy dogs. Mm. But the puppies, I guess the puppies kind of look bear like bearish. No, no. I mean, there's a picture. Yeah. But a be- have a look at like a baby, <laughs> have a puppy one and a, and a baby Tails, right? Baby bear. <laughs> uh, uh, specifically, it's a, what the fuck is it? Uh, Essentially, an, it's a fluffy Rottweiler, an Asiatic with a long black tail. Bear. Yeah, so you would be like, "Well, it's been docked. It's been we do, we docked, we chopped its tail off. We docked it. It's better, better, better for the be- dog. Better for the dog." And then buying like animals from anybody always seems weird. Why would you buy a dog while you're on holiday? Yeah, it, that that's that's odd. I mean, look look at these pictures of two dogs standing on high legs talking to each other. I mean, <laughs> that's just clearly dogs. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, any embarrassment that any embarrassment that they felt may have been mitigated by the fact that they're not the first amongst their neighbours to mistake the ursine for the canine when on the lookout for a family pet. In March, local media reported how a man, also from the Yunnan presence, raised a bear after finding it roaming in the forest, initially believing it was a stray dog. I think these people just don't know what bears look like. <laughs> yeah. Or dogs, for that it's matter. It's a story of these other dogs in other countries and other bears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, he, he, he kept it in a cave. Cave? Cage. That's, that's all this says there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the dog cave. Yeah. Uh, all right, this is the last one. Um, uh, Wallace Leatherwood uh, had just picked up his new bees and was... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Leatherwood. Your bees are ready for pickup. <laughs> Please pop on down. Uh, and was transporting them home to Waynesville, North Carolina. Mr. Leatherwood stepped away from his vehicle to get lunch and came back to find about 3,000 bees crawling around in the cab of his truck. Uh, I didn't have a shady place to sit them, he, he uh, told the local news station. When I came out, one of the boxes was uh, black with bees and there were bees everywhere. I thought, well, I, I don't know what to do. Um... <laughs> I didn't want to lose my bees. They're $165 a box. Uh, <laughs> the girls are out. We've got a problem. Mr. Leatherwood is heard saying on a video that he captured while sitting in traffic. Uh, look at- <laughs> <laughs> is there a separator between him and no. the back? He's just covered in He's bees. He's covered in bees. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> onlooker Brandon Singleton captured another video of the same scene while Mr. Leatherwood would stopped in Campton, North Carolina. This fool's got bees in his damn truck turned loose, Mr. Singleton is heard to say. Uh, Mr. Leatherwood said he drove 40 miles uh, <laughs> with the bees loose in the cab of his truck. Thankfully, he was not stung while driving, but he did suffer a few stings while removing the bees from his truck later. Just bees everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's not that they don't sting him, lads. He's taking us somewhere nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not sure bees know that. 
Well, apparently they do. Science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weren't letting in microwave their honey no. to do whatever weird experiments you were talking about. <laughs> it's, not how the, it's not how those bees roll. Yeah. How did they get out of the box? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it Should you deliver bees in a cardboard box? Well, I don't know if it... I don't know why, but I would have assumed it would better. have been like a more of a kind of a wooden crate or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But you can you can order bees online. They'll just deliver. You they'll can, just do whatever you say. Yeah. Send them an email. They'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was keeping fish, you could order fish. They'll just deliver them to you in the mail. I'm just like, I, I don't really want to do that. Well, that's one level of weird. Yeah. It's delivering a water animal to, yeah. you, to you. But a flying animal seems even weirder. I yeah. don't know why. It feels like it really... If it wanted to, it could get to you. Yeah, yeah. And it did. Yeah. So, like, non-frozen bees? Because you can get, like, fro- like what, thawed bees or whatever. That are like <laughs> more docile, you know? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just ding-dong. Just loose bees. Throw them in your house. Sign. You don't need to sign. Most people we feel don't want to sign when we deliver bees. So we just assume everyone's happy with their bees. Uh, $165 for a box of bees. Not exactly a bargain. Well, I don't know. It depends on the bees. free ones. They're just all over the place. Yeah, but they're not, like, trained. (laughs) Well, these ones aren't. Well, oh yeah, I suppose they can drive. They don't sting drivers. Yeah, no, no, true. Yeah, true. they get through car. They can chew through cardboard <laughs> or, or a box of whatever yeah. material it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I think of like a, like a glass box. It's good yeah, for bees. But then that would just be that would just look very strange. Yeah, to be carrying a swarm of bees <laughs> and people are going to see it. Yeah, For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>